Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen, and um, wow, it's been a really crazy fucking couple days. I just got to LA yesterday, and um, so I'm officially on my identity crisis action plan, and uh, it was not an easy, (laughs) it was not an easy travel here. I had a feeling it was going to be long and hard, and that it was. Um, it's usually a pretty harsh flight from Florida all the way to LA. Um, but it wasn't really that part that really set me off. It was just a lot of other tests from the universe, I'll say. And I think when the universe tests us, it is literally asking us to to see where we're at with our reactions, to see where we're at with our mental health, to see how much we can um, gracefully and smoothly move through. And for me, uh, my, my skills have definitely gotten better over the last several years because yeah, my Saturn return really flipped my life upside down. Uh, as many of you guys might know, I've talked about it in depth on this podcast. Um, and so that forced me to be able to roll with the punches a little bit better. But I mean, it's not always easy for me. Um, yesterday, when I got to my Airbnb, um, it was absolutely filthy. It was dirty. It's, it's almost like nobody cleaned for a month. And I think that was a test from the universe because it tested me to see what and how I was going to communicate with the Airbnb people. And it really set the stage for me because it was in that moment where I was walking through the Airbnb with um, the person who was letting me in. And I told her right away, I was like, this this place is really messy. It's really dirty. And I didn't do it in a, in a mean way. And I think this test in particular, the first LA test that, you know, the universe provided me, um, was simply to embrace like my queen of swords energy, right? Like that, that energy where I know how to communicate my boundaries. I know how to communicate my needs and I know how to communicate when something is off. So instead of me just keeping quiet and then her leaving and then me being all freaked out and probably calling my mom, this is what I would have done last, you know, years ago. I wouldn't have said anything. I would have been really pissed off. But now I'm an adult, you know, I, I and this woman was an adult. So she was walking through with me um, and said that the Airbnb host wasn't there and, and he's, you know, he's got her as her assistant. So I told her, you know, this place is not clean and I don't feel comfortable here. I, it would have been really great if somebody could have cleaned this apartment before I came in. So now I'm kind of not feeling that great. 
Um, and communication is key. So what, what happened was, you know, I had to contact Airbnb, I had to contact the host, and then we came to a conclusion and, and an agreement that the assistant would clean the apartment. Now, I, uh, I wasn't completely happy with how the situation went down, and I wasn't sure if I was even going to stay in this Airbnb. But I didn't want to jump to conclusions, which is something that I used to do. I used to totally just jump to a conclusion, um, ruin things, burn shit to the ground, burn bridges, and, you know, put myself in a really shitty situation. So I didn't want that to happen. I didn't want um, to be left with nowhere to go in LA because I don't ever want to be homeless again in LA. I've already gone through that years ago. That is not what this trip is about. Um, this trip is about, you know, safety and freedom and connecting to my soul, connecting to my spirit, connecting to what my my true highest self really needs. And in the sense of my identity crisis, that is why I'm here, to to see where I'm at mentally, to see how I feel and how my perspective changes when I can get some mental clarity, get some physical space from Florida, from living with family, and, you know, return to LA where I left a big part of my heart, a big part of my life. I mean, I lived here for five years. I did my teacher training here back in 2013. The yoga studio, um, was a big part of my life. It was like my second home. I lived there basically. I helped them open the studio over here on Hollywood and La Brea. Like I was a big part of that studio and I helped them literally open it. I remember, you know, walking through the studio with the teachers before it was even open. You know, it was it was under construction. So I really left a big part of myself here when I left LA uh, in 2015. And I'm going to get into why I left, but not really so much about my story, but how we can navigate through these times when life kind of like forces you to leave a place, um, when life and the universe basically says your time is up here or money runs out or resources run dry and you have no other option but to leave. Um, and it was a bunch of those experiences that kept me in fight or flight mode. And let's be real, I'm still in fight or flight mode and it is something that I am trying to heal and work through and rewrite my story of why I have to always be in fight or flight mode. This is you know, something I'm, I'm really working through in recovery and in therapy and EMDR because coming from a dysfunctional family, coming from all the toxic relationships I've been through, all the abuse, all the drug use, all the alcohol abuse, um, the eating disorders were ways for me to cope um, with that constant fight or flight, you know, mentality where nothing ever felt right. No, no matter what living situation I was in, something was off, something would happen, the other shoe would drop, the other roommate would, you know, something would happen always. There was some kind of disagreement, there was some kind of um, setting in, in the home that made me feel really uncomfortable, like this underlying root of this safety, this need to feel safe uh, has been following me since I was probably like 16 years old. The first time I ever, you know, um, did this fight or flight, you know, kind of 
escapism thing, which there's nothing wrong escaping and, and hitting the reset button. But when my mom uh, decided to move to Florida when I was, you know, 16 years old and we were living in New Jersey, um, I took that as a sign that I needed to go somewhere and I needed to get out of here. And so I left New Jersey and I went and lived with my boyfriend, my first boyfriend at the time in South Carolina, and I lived with him for the summer. And that was my way of trying to create safety and trying to create a comfortable living environment because his mom and grandmother loved me. And, you know, it, it was um, it was the best thing that I could do for myself. But that that summer also was very destructive because that is when my drug use and alcohol abuse really, really took a turn. So it's not like the fight or flight really served a positive purpose in my life. It was kind of just there so that I could um, not be in the family dysfunction and the trauma that I, you know, just didn't want to be around. So, you know, when life gets unbearable, whatever is going on in your life, whether it's your living situation, your job, your relationship, your money situation, your health crisis, whatever it is, um, when life gets unbearable, like when you cannot wake up in the morning and you are just miserable and you just you have no desire to get out of bed, you are just like dreading the day. That has happened to me several times in my life. Um, there's been many cycles and chapters where I just felt so depleted and didn't want to get out of bed. And that is what began to happen when I was living at my mom's and, you know, with her with her husband, who I'm not a fan of. Um, I got to about eight months this this go around, and that is a long time. I think it's the longest time that I've lived there without any crazy breaks. And um, yeah, I got to the point where I just couldn't, I couldn't get out of bed. I was sleeping in as late as possible. I was just trying to get through each 30 minute slot of the day. How could I, you know, be as busy as possible? How can I fight or flight my way out of the triggers and the, you know, all these little fires that I had to like constantly, you know, burn out um, living at my mom's and I, that is not a way to live. It's not a way I want to live and what I had to really, you know, figure out was a fucking plan of action and I knew that I could not bear to live there through December and January you know my birthday's coming up the holidays um, this is this is a time of the year that I actually really enjoy I really like you know doing things for my birthday and I like doing things for the holidays even if I'm alone you know just walking around the city and being around lights and festivities and stuff um, I didn't come out here to LA to party. I didn't come out here to drink. I didn't come out here to really date. I mean, I, I don't. None of that really sounds appealing to me. The reason I came out here was to kind of rip the bandaid off so that I could see where my mental state is and see once I get some mental clarity away from the toxic environment. Right. So if you're living in a toxic environment, or if you're in any kind of toxic situation that is weighing you down into this energy of dread, um, you have to create some kind of plan of action. And remember that it's temporary. Everything is temporary. But in order to feel better, um, you need to make a change of paths, 
even if it's super small, you know, like going to a different gym, going to a different workout class or a yoga studio, checking out some new spots in your town. You know, I'm not saying that you have to hop on a plane and and fly cross country and get an Airbnb like I am. Uh, There are so many different ways to kind of alter your daily routine and find different things that will lift your spirits, you know, like doing anything possible that will get you out of that mental stuckness, that funk that keeps you um, really from enjoying life and having fun. And I don't feel like I've been having much fun the last seven months. I mean, there's been a lot of stuff that has gone down in my life from a death in the family to just, you know, living at home, fights. My cat almost died a couple weeks ago. So um, we need to do something to crack that stuckness and shake it up. You know, you got to rip off the band-aid eventually. And that's what I've basically done here is just, um, and some people would maybe say, oh, well, you're just escaping. You're just running away. But to me, no, that is not what I'm doing. And even, you know, my mom said that to me and it really pissed me off. And I told her, you saying that I'm just running away from my problems is couldn't be farther from the truth. Because what I'm actually doing is I'm taking the mental space and getting in my own, you know, energy and getting some space to see where I'm at and to do the things that I enjoy doing here in LA and meeting up with some friends and doing yoga and going on hikes and like walking around like the city and just being independent and having my freedom. That is what my soul needs. So that is not running away. That is literally fueling and nourishing what my soul needs. And, you know, I am a Sagittarius. We're in Sagittarius season. I thrive when I'm independent. I thrive when I'm in my own energy. I become a better person. When I'm around, um, you know, my mom and her husband, they have a codependent relationship. They have a very weird controlling dynamic that is not healthy. It's very, very bizarre and it's, it's not healthy for me to witness. So I needed to remove myself from the situation because I was tired of being angry all the time. I was tired of being like triggered and upset all the time and overly sensitive. That is not me. That is really not me. And I needed to remember who the fuck I am with, you know, everything that's going on was making me question who I am, like as a person, like who am I, like what like, what do I really have to offer? Am I really this angry? Am I really this, you know, triggered? Am I really this sensitive? No, it's the environment. And there's only so much that somebody can take. So I want to talk about, you know, like when your world falls apart and orders you to rebuild from the ground up, what do you do? It's, it's a divine intervention, and the universe has literally cleared me of what I thought was my identity. Like, my, my Miami life was ripped to shreds. I lost my apartment. I lost my job. I lost many friends. I lost, um, again, a dear family member right after I moved back to my mom's. That's the day after is when my aunt died. Um... I lost my dignity because I had to move back home into that dynamic that I didn't want to be in in the first place. And it really destructed me and it destroyed me. And, you know, that dynamic 
debilitated me and eight months I got through that eight months but it wasn't it was very choppy there was a lot of fights there was a lot of arguments um you know eight months of deep deep therapy EMDR that obviously helped and then finding the adult children um of alcoholics program ACA going going to those meetings definitely helped but again there's only so much fight or flight mode and like inner chaos that I could really handle so it took a toll on my mind and my body like it never did before so that was the universe literally communicating with me saying well what are you gonna do it's time to make a change it's time to come up with a plan it's time to figure your shit out like what are you gonna do let's go and you can feel you can feel that pressure from the universe you can feel that sense of urgency when the universe is asking you to make a change, you deep down inside know that you need to do something different um, because it feel you can feel it like building up in your chest. You can feel it building up in your body. And the most challenging, you know, this was the most challenging year of my life. Um, I But I also did the most healing. Like when I think back to this time last year, I was in the worst shape ever. My thyroid was the worst. My hormones were the worst. My autoimmune issues were the worst ever. Um, I've been talking about this a lot in in my podcast lately, so I'm sure you're tired of hearing it. But um, I like to, you know, repeat myself and make people understand and, and listen. Like, I felt like absolute shit last year. I was not okay. I could barely walk. I could barely function. And it's... It's like I've become a new person this year because I really focused on healing my my gut and my health and my thyroid and my autoimmune issues. And I've made a lot of changes with, with diet and lifestyle. And um, it wasn't easy, but I did what I had to do. And I'm not fully healed yet, but I at least I feel a lot better so that I could get on a plane and come out to L.A. And, you know, I, I don't think I would have been able to do that five or six months ago because of how shitty I felt physically. And when my health is not doing good, I have no desire to go out and travel and nourish my soul and be around people because when you feel like crap, the last thing you want to do is be around people. The last thing you want to do is go out and celebrate. You know, it just doesn't feel right at all. So uh, real quick before I get deeper into this episode, I want to talk to you guys about my sponsor for this podcast, BetterHelp. You guys know how much I love therapy. I have been in therapy for several years, but I've been using BetterHelp for about three years. And I love my therapist. She's amazing. Uh, So I'm very happy that BetterHelp has, you know, sponsored this podcast. And out of all of my sponsors, I gotta be real, BetterHelp is my favorite because I actually use them every day, every week. Um, I have a great relationship with just the experience. And, you know, my therapist has helped me through so much the last couple years. And BetterHelp is very, very easy. You don't have to do it. Um, You don't have to do it. You know, you don't have to go to a a freaking office. You don't have to take a drive. You don't have to take an Uber or a Lyft. You can just do it from the privacy of your own home or wherever you're traveling. You can do it video. You can do um, just an audio call if you're not comfortable doing video or you can do the messaging. And you can also message your therapist whenever you need to. There's also a journal feature, which I love because journaling and typing all of that stuff out of your head is so helpful. 
Um, so join over 2 million people who are using BetterHelp. That is crazy, 2 million people. Um, it has helped me so much. Just having someone on your side and having that outside perspective who is not going to judge you. Um, they're not going to hold anything over your head. They don't know um, any anything any secrets that you tell them, they're not going to ever hold that against you. And that's what I love about my therapist. I could tell her the worst things I've ever done and she's not going to, to judge me. Um, she's been very helpful with everything that I've gone through with, you know, the relationship with my mom and healing and, and everything like that. And she does EMDR. So you can find a therapist who matches your personal needs, whether it's addiction uh, substance abuse, trauma, eating disorders, relationship issues, you can find the perfect therapist and you can change the therapist as many times as you need at no charge and it's super easy to, to navigate the app. So all you're going to do is go to betterhelp.com slash vibe for a discount and that will get you a nice discount on your first month of therapy. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash vibe. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash vibe for a 10% off discount your first month of online counseling. And I hope you do it because we all we all really need support. And if you haven't tried therapy yet, this is going to help you so much. BetterHelp.com slash vibe. So as I was saying, I did a lot of healing, even though it was the most challenging year of my life. I did a lot of healing, um, but with healing comes pain, you know, emotionally when you are healing, it really can take a toll on, on you because healing requires you to shine light on the pain and the suffering and the trauma. It requires being real with yourself and, you know, that awareness and that can sometimes become very debilitating because there's only so much raw, truthful honesty you can, you know, inspecting your trauma like under a microscope. That's that's what trauma healing is. Um, and healing is strenuous and you have to establish an edge that you know you can reach and then back off a little bit. So that's what I'm doing. Um, you need to have periods of deep healing and then periods of deep rest. We can't just be deep in the hole of trauma healing 24-7 for the rest of our lives. I mean, that is fucking insane. We need to have break periods where we step back, we can assess, we can reconnect with our lives, um, we can reconnect with the things that bring us joy because healing and trauma work can become very, very dark, very heavy and in, in within that, you know, we can definitely lose ourselves in that process. And that is what happened to me because I got so wrapped up in the trauma and the healing of the family dynamics and the wounds and the stories. And oh my God, it's like my life. That's what my life became because I was. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if 
If you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Just in it every single day, I was living in that toxic environment that made me sick to begin with when I was a teenager. And in order for me to feel my progress and see where I'm at, like, and to notice what kind of progress I've made with my healing and my mental health, I needed to get away. I needed to take space away from that, from that environment. Um, the whole point of healing is to establish a stronger sense of self, right? Like, it's not about losing ourselves completely. Healing is going to feel like shedding layers and then becoming so fragile like an open wound in the wind, you know, like any tiny little breeze is going to set your triggers off and it hurts deeply. Um, so when that starts to happen and you are just an open wound walking around, unable to function, um, unable to like live your life, that is when we need to step back. That is when we need to give our soul skins time to breathe and calibrate and um, the messiness of therapy and that trauma work, we just need to take a break because the inner work never ends. We must establish these guidelines so that we don't drown in the deep end of our healing, you know, because that def- that defeats the purpose. And we can give ourselves permission to tread lightly, you know, in the shallow end where we can touch our toes to the ground. We don't, you know, we don't need to be drowning in, in everything all the time. We can simultaneously feel grounded and heal our wounds, but we don't have to sink deep within that quicksand. And so part of part of this whole thing that I'm doing is to see where I'm at. Okay, so I'm here, I'm in LA, I'm, I'm alone in this Airbnb. Now I can take an assessment of how I feel. Now that I'm not being triggered every day and I don't feel like an open wound that's walking around, um, now I can shift into this identity crisis healing and reshape myself. You know, my one of my therapists I had years ago, um, she would say, it's time to reshape your identity. Because she would always tell me that my eating disorder was my identity, my, you know, my past trauma, just it took up too much of my story and that it was time to reshape my identity. And I really liked the way that she said that like reshaping myself into a new reality and of potential and purpose. So how can you do that if you are in this this stuck feeling where you you're in this dread energy, 
something in your life is not going how you want it, it makes you sad, it makes you angry, you're triggered, how can you reshape yourself into a new path of potential and purpose? And for me, like writing these things down, like writing that down in my journal and seeing it written down will spark something in me and then I'll just start free writing or I'll start writing about things that I want to do or writing about things that I miss doing or writing about things that I'd like to bring back into my life, you know? Like reclaiming our ability to have fun and connect to pleasure and joy because when you're so deep in the trenches of healing trauma, of healing your story, of healing your relationship wounds, of healing your body image, you totally forget like, wow, I have a life in front of me and all I feel like I'm doing is just get going through the motions, going to get groceries, running errands, working out, you know, eating food, sleeping, showering, the basics. And life isn't always about, you know, having some crazy adventure or, you know, having some crazy fun every single day. And like that kind of fun comes in seasons and different different phases and chapters in your life. And for me, I started to get that ping from the universe saying, December's coming up. It's time for you to have fun. It's time for you to get out and and be with people and see people and be around people. Even if it's just me walking around the city of, of Hollywood and just being around people, that's more than I can say I've been doing when I've been living in Tampa. I'm like not around anybody except our animals and my mom and her husband and the people who are walking around the block. I mean, it is full-blown isolation. And even when I would go and take a yoga class, yeah, I was around people for an hour or two, but I didn't have any friends, you know, but being around people in general is very healing just, and you have to do it. You can't just be alone all day, every day. Even just walking around the city and being around people, like going to the grocery store last night. I went to the grocery store alone in my own energy. And guess what? I had a really um, pleasant experience with someone in that grocery store. It was this woman who who was grocery shopping and she, um, me and her just sparked a conversation about how expensive things are. And then she started talking to me about how much she loves this like coffee creamer. And then she noticed my tarot necklace, the sun necklace that I'm always wearing. And then, you know, it was just like a really cool interaction. And that kind of interaction would never happen in Tampa at the Walmart that I was grocery shopping at. Not in a million fucking years. Um, That kind of stuff happens here in LA where there's tons of people who are into the same things that I'm into, like-minded individuals who are, you know, into, into tarot. Um, everybody that you see around Hollywood is, you know, they're here for a reason. Most of the people who move here move here for some kind of intention or reason or goal. Um, and for me, I need to connect with people even on that minuscule sand level, like just having a three minute conversation with some random lady at the grocery store. It like, filled me up in a way that I was like, whoa, this is, I'm, I must be so like far gone that 
just that one, just that one lady saying how much she liked some coffee creamer and how much she liked my necklace really shifted me out of my suffering for a little bit. Um, so we need to learn how to shift out of our suffering. And yes, healing is hard. Yes, therapy is challenging. But if you're going to have a therapy session, it's going to be really hard and triggering. How can you set up the rest of your day so that it's enjoyable and pleasure is, is filled in your day? For me, um, a, you know, a week ago, I was having a really hard time just getting out of bed and going for a walk. I mean, the depression just hit me really hard. And so the way that I got through that was reward. I said, okay, if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go for this walk. I, once I'm done the walk, I'm going to treat myself and I'm going to buy something in my Amazon cart. And I did. And, and it wasn't that expensive. It was like $15. But that's what I needed to get through the day. I wanted to go for a walk, but I felt so miserable and depressed that I, you know, couldn't physically get out of bed. So I said, okay, go on your walk and you're going to get that item that you've been really, really wanting lately. So that's, you know, a way to habit stack reward yourself with something. And I'm actually listening to Atomic Habits by James Clear, um, which is a really awesome book. And he talks about all things, habit change, changing your life, being real with yourself, identity, um, habit stacking, and really trying to get through like, like challenging times of your life. It's not just about habits. It's about changing your trajectory and changing who you are and becoming the, a person that you want to be. Um, so for me, a big part of that is reclaiming my ability to have fun and connect to pleasure and joy. Um, my LA, you know, this is, this is an experience and it's kind of like an experiment why I'm here in LA. It's to see what sparks my soul. And, you know, part of healing is harnessing the ability to create new, fresh, healthy, safe experiences in the same places that once brought trauma or impacted you in a really negative way. You know, for me, my life wasn't easy when I lived here last time. I was in my early 20s. My life wasn't easy at all when I lived here. I moved here when I was 22 with nothing but my car and like $600 or less. Um, I was naive and stupid as fuck. <laughs> and I ended up having to live out of my car for a period of time. Um, I was binging and restricting at that time, and it was really, a really, really challenging time. I eventually found a room to rent in a really terrible area, long commute to work um, to make shitty money in retail. Um, again, I was binging, I was drinking. Eventually, though, I found yoga, which was down the street from where I worked um, in Lar Larchmont Village, uh, where I... Finally, I got into hot yoga over there at the Yoga Works, and then that eventually guided me to try yoga at Core Power Yoga, which is, that was where I felt like I really found my style of yoga, and eventually I did my teacher training for Core Power Yoga. Um, but that first yoga class is what really changed my life trajectory, um, and the person who got me into yoga was some spiritual woman who used to shop with me at LF. You know, she would come in there and she would tell me, you know, that I needed to make changes in my life because I was miserable. I was depressed. I had moved to LA because I, I went through the worst breakup of my life. And um, this woman, her name was Amore, 
she told me, you know, she was not, um, she was not sugarcoating anything. She was brutally honest. And she just said, I am so tired of hearing you complain about your body, about your life, about your ex-boyfriend. Um, and she told me like, if you want to make a change, go, go do some hot yoga. And, and that's what she, you know, she was a hot yoga instructor. She was a hot yoga, you know, addict. So she got me into that. And that is definitely what changed my life. Um, but I went years living in LA with very little money for food, for gas. I ended up selling my car to CarMax just so I could continue living in LA. But like I was saying earlier, when life, um, tells you that your time is up, your time is up. So it got to the point where I felt like my time here was done. I was 25, um, 25 or I forget. I was here for like four or five years. Um, but when money runs out and resources run dry, again, you have to be willing to create a new timeline and timeline hop. You know, my, my mental resources ran dry living with my mom and her husband in Florida. So I needed to timeline hop and create a new pathway. Um, and when that, when, when LA, you know, when my time was up in LA back in 2015, I decided to move to Miami. So that's what I did. And I created an amazing life in Miami where I taught yoga, bartended for five years, created a, and established myself really way more than I did in LA. I mean, I was teaching packed classes. I became, you know, a well-known teacher in, in Miami. Um, but that timeline dissolved at a certain point too. <laughs> Um, so I don't know if this is like part of my karma or part of my Sagittarius soul lessons. Um, but it seems like, you know, since 2019, I've been floating around and I don't belong anywhere really. And I don't like that feeling. I don't like the feeling of like, well, I don't, I don't know where I belong. I don't know where I should go. I don't know. I don't feel like I have a home. I don't have a real home because when I live with my mom, yeah, it's, it's home, but I don't feel comfortable there. So I don't feel completely emotionally and mentally safe there. So that's not, that's not fun. I, I don't want to live in that. So um, that is what I'm really focusing on in therapy and finding my roots and reclaiming myself and reshaping my identity and figuring out what I actually want. Like, where do I even want to live? Where do I even want to spend my time? What are my priorities? What's most important to me? Where do I have the strongest roots? You know, it might not be LA. I might be here for a couple months and then realize, wow, I don't want to live here. But at least I did it. At least I did this experiment and I can see how I feel and be in a cleansed mind state and see what my soul communicates with me. Um, because creating a new, safe, healthy living experience, that is something that I felt called to do because the way that it spit me out when I was 25, the way that I left LA, it was very traumatic. You know, it was very, very traumatic. I had nowhere, I had no way that I could afford being here for another three weeks. So, um, you know, now I'm heading into my, my birthday that's coming up soon and I've established myself more. I'm an adult now. I'm in my early thirties. I'm not poor like I used to be, um, but this time, like what I've lost 
is instead of losing all of my money, I've lost my sense of self. So I need to figure out what truly makes me happy. And all of those questions that I just that I just listed off, you can totally journal about those questions. You know, what makes me happy? Where do I have the strongest roots? What are my priorities? What's important to me? Where do I want to spend my time? Who do I want to actually spend my time with? Like, who do I, who am I craving to be around? Um, what do I need to do in order to reconnect back to my sense of self and have fun? Because I don't know about you, but 2022 was not a year of fun for me and probably for many. Um, it just felt like it wasn't the time for fun for me. Like, like it wasn't in the cards for me. Um, and it felt like that chapter of my life was just strictly meant for struggle. But I don't want that to be my story anymore. And I don't want to subscribe to that anymore. I want to live in a way where even if life gets fucked up and full of struggle, I don't want to let that completely ruin me to the point of like a nervous breakdown. Um, Because life is never going to be easy and it's never going to be perfect. There's always going to be fuckery that we're going to have to deal with. But how can we deal with it with grace and ease? And if I can deal with it with grace and ease, my body will feel better, my cortisol levels will be lower, and that will ultimately help me feel better and more able to function, (laughs) you know? Like, um, if we're feeling stuck, we need to take some, some sort of leap. We need to make the leap. We need to take that leap and shift and see how we feel after we take that leap, um, because I've been super miserable and depressed and it it just got to the point where I said, okay, what the fuck am I going to do then? Um, we don't just have to say, oh, well, I'm going to be miserable and in this situation forever for the rest of my life. Everything is temporary. Um, and being in a safe environment, whatever that may mean for you, That means that your nervous system is going to heal. And once you can heal your nervous system, I feel like personally, if I can heal my nervous system, everything else will fall into place. So that is what I'm trying to do. Heal my nervous system, be in my safe energy, and we'll see how this experiment goes. Uh, I hope this episode helped you. If it did, please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend or a family member, tag me if you do so on stories and Instagram, um, hit me up on Instagram, gabloveflow, let me know, you know, how you're doing or whatever. Um, I know life is hard, especially during the holidays, but I hope that you can find ways to create some fun and pleasure in your life on the day-to-day, even in that like mucky, mundane routine that we can find ourselves in. Like, what can you do today to simply connect to joy? So that is your homework. Try to do that, and I hope that you have an amazing week.